0: All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Crypto Top Ten. John here coming back at you with some of the trending articles in the crypto news space. As always, straight off the rip, thanks to all those who have subscribed. And there's a link down in the description that you can follow to check out all of the articles we've talked about today. So you can do your own research so yeah, we'll get started with Ripple and we're gonna work our way through a bunch of articles and end on a keek, kick, whatever you wanna pronounce it, and the SEC finally coming to a settlement. But without further ado, Ripple. So central bank digital currencies are taking up much of the attention in the crypto space and Ripple's CTO, David Schwartz, has a couple things to say about it including the fact that XRP might just be the bridge currency for it. So representatives from institutions, financial ones, around the world have expressed an interest in digitizing or tokenizing their currencies. Uh, David Schwartz has taken the position of on the possibility of the emergence of a global stablecoin and the role of the digital asset XRP in that context. Uh, Newsflash, his perspective uh, lines up with mine. There's probably not going to be a single global stablecoin. Uh, he said, and I quote, I don't think there's going to be one world fiat anytime soon. So even with stablecoins, there will be a lot of them. To make liquidity between CBDCs, other stablecoins, and a new tokenized asset classes, securities, DeFi, uh, there's room for a neutral and jurisdictionless asset. My money is on the fact that he thinks XRP is going to fit into that mold pretty nicely and, you know, that is kind of what their most their uh, primary use case for it has always tried to be a cross border payment system so that way you uh, don't have to convert currency to currency you can just convert to XRP, XRP can fly across the globe and then you can convert it back to your local one making it much faster than the current system which can take over a week. Uh, Continuing the discussion, another community member asked Schwartz if this neutral and jurisdictionless asset is XRP or the native digital asset XLM of Stellar Lumen's blockchain. Boy, that's a loaded question. Uh, Ripple's CTO responded that there will not be one and noted that Ripple will have to capture its share of the market. So that's actually a pretty nice answer. There's not going to be just one stable coin. There's not going to be just one world currency anytime soon. And there's not going to be one neutral and jurisdictionless asset. There's going to be a lot of different cryptos that can fill that role. Makes absolute sense to me. Um, All these different things that are going on in the world require slightly different approaches and slightly different cryptos. So the XRP ledger can't handle all the world's payments and I'm not promoting proposing a one-network solution that's totally unrealistic. People want different things and have different problems, but XRP can be the hub or backbone that provides the fast international settlement piece. It won't solve the last mile problem, but it will help with interoperability and concentrating liquidity so enterprises don't have to keep funds in every payment system. Bam! We're going to make it more convenient, and we're going to be one of the people who does it. There's going to be other people, and we're going to compete, and it's going to be healthy. He answered things pretty darn well, though you know he's going to do his cutthroat business stuff behind the scenes to make sure that Ripple is the primary. He does acknowledge that uh, there will be others, and I think that's a good thing. So, interesting little think piece there, and I'm really excited to see where the future goes with all those things. But hey, let's hop on over. We got a twofer, two different articles about Chainlink. Uh, so the first one is in regards to Unstappled Unstoppable Domains, which is a company building blockchain domain names, uh, in partnership with Chainlink, the most widely used and secure Oracle network, today announced the launch of their Twitter authentication service for .crypto addresses. With this new feature, .crypto users can quickly authenticate by connecting to a public social media profile and verify the addressees' ownership through My Ether wallet. So that's honestly pretty Pretty interesting. So instead of trying to memorize a wallet, you could just send something to someone's Twitter username through one of these .dot crypto domains, and it'll show up in their MyEther wallet. Like I, God, I love it. It's a really interesting idea, and it's cool to see that Chainlink is getting pulled into it. So phishing scams have been a real cyber threat for many years, and crypto addresses have often been vulnerable to such attacks. Uh, see that twitter breach that happened a few months ago so having already removed the need for long unreadable cryptographic addresses with unstoppable domain name dot crypto you can just susie dot crypto crypto dot crypto top 10 dot crypto bam and then you know you're sending it to me i don't have one so don't send anything there uh, the team is now integrating authentication powered by the chain link oracles that can connect each dot crypto address to a public twitter username the verification is instantly confirmed and logged on the blockchain thus when sending funds from their wallets users will be visually notified if the address they're transacting with has been verified and they'll be able to view it that's actually really really cool really really nice so you know p2p or person-to-person payments like paypal venmo cash app i came up to about 310 million sorry 310 billion dollars in 2019 so it makes sense that they're going to want to get a piece of that pie because the growth is uh it's pretty strong so ownership verification for the crypto addresses will represents a major milestone towards attracting new users to the ecosystem Uh, As of right now, Unstoppable Domains has registered over 200,000 .crypto and .zillica domains that can be used for paying someone crypto without needing their full cryptographic address. Most recently, blog and email functionality have also been added to their domains, which is really cool. So you can send it to an email address. I'll be really nice when you can just send it to a phone number. I know there's a couple different cryptos around there that are doing that already. But adding that functionality into the unstoppable domains i could see that in the future everyone gets their unique dot crypto address that's paired with you know their social media usernames that they use and they can just send each other money back and forth or you can send money to an email address it's really really interesting it's really really cool i cannot understand why this is not like frontline news in the crypto space, but it is definitely trending and it's really, really awesome. But that's not the only Chainlink story we've got for you today. Let's hop on over. So Binance. Uh, Chainlink is the biggest one, but any crypto users who want to borrow Chainlink can now do so on the Binance Loans platform. The team over at Binance announced the addition of Link on the loans platform earlier today, alongside Uniswap and Flamingo Finance. So a couple different DeFi's and and Oracle Hmm. pretty interesting yeah they announced it on Twitter It came out on the 20th so uh, not too too long ago it's gonna be interesting to see so Binance loans uh, they use traditional collateralized borrowing users can choose to borrow from a list of supported digital assets with different interest rates and acceptable collateral furthermore the maximum borrowable Maximum amount borrowable is based on the current crypto market conditions and an internal risk management system. So it sounds like it's automated to hell and back, but that's really cool. And it's interesting that they've added support for LINK, UNI, and FLM. Uh, it joins obviously, you know, Binance Coin, uh, Binance uh, USD stablecoin, Dai, Just, yeah, Tron's stablecoin neo ontology store swipe and tether interestingly enough i did not see bitcoin or ethereum on the list but you can use bitcoin bitcoin cash binance coin eos ethereum litecoin xop and tether as collateral to get those assets so It's really, really interesting. This article then goes in and talks about unstoppable domains, so they really only have a little blurb in there. But the big news is Uniswap, Link, and FLM getting added to Binance, building out their loan platform. You know, DeFi spaces already have this. Uh, Nexo does it. Crypto.com does it. So it's really interesting to see Binance building out this functionality and adding support for uh, some pretty interesting cryptos. Eh, pretty darn cool, but that'll do it for our front three. So take a deep breath and then let's dive into the next. Pew, 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 All right, so uh, hopping back over ripple related news. Really, we're talking about Spark. So XRP holders may have two new exchanges to receive the Spark token from Flare Networks uh, via Twitter Flare, also known as the quote first XRP fork unquote. Answer a user's question about the new partnerships for Spark's airdrops. According to Flare's response, they are in talk with Kraken, Binance, and Binance US. Mm-hmm. However, nothing is confirmed yet. Uh, if so, they actually do announce they, uh, they'd be the biggest platforms to support this Spark token airdrop. Snapshot of the accounts that will see, receive the airdrop will be taken on December 12th. So if you're wanting to stock up on your XRP, so that way you can get some of this Spark token uh, and there is still time. Also, there's still time to wait on the init- the official announcement be- to be made. Uh, the d- token will be distributed in a one-to-one ratio with XRP. So that's a pretty nice chunk of change you can get. Uh, at the time of publication, a total of 18 institutions and wallets are supporting Spark's airdrop. I'm not gonna go through every single one of them. But uh, Poloniex is in there, Uh, Ledger, Zoom, Exodus, not too bad. They got a nice chunk of change. Uh, And at least five exchanges are considering helping to distribute Spark. Uh, In addition to Binance and Kraken, Ripple's partner, SBI, BitBank, eToro, and Nexo have also confirmed they are considering supporting the airdrop. Pretty interesting. Nexo seems to be making some pretty cool moves. All right. So, as reported by Crypto News Flash, Flare Networks is a blockchain project funded by Ripple's investment arm, Spring. Spring spelled with an X. Gotta love it. So far, more than 15,000 accounts with nearly 1 billion XRP have taken the necessary steps to participate in the airdrop. To participate is necessary to use a tool from XRP Lab founder Wind for Zoom and the XRP toolkit, uh, you can actually find a uh, nice little simplified tutorial on this article if you want to hop over to the description and check out the Ripple Binance and Kraken link. But uh, interesting, we've been talking about Spark on this channel a couple times. Being the first XRP fork is pretty darn interesting. I don't own any XRP or else I'd get stuff set up for the Spark Token airdrop, but uh, I'm interested to see where this goes. righty. well hey, let's hop on over. Uh, we talked about Grayscale yesterday, and we're going to talk about it again today. They did have a disappointing October, and that's kind of what I focused on yesterday. But uh, we do got to touch on the fact that the total value of assets managed by them just hit $6.5 billion, which they tweeted out on Monday. Uh, the biggest of the company's trust by far is the bitcoin trust which did underperform but still did wasn't still did was it was still positive with the three percent increase in the month of october and it's currently exceeding 5.4 billion so uh q3 2020 was probably the best quarter in their history which makes sense why they're struggling a little bit in october because you're just coming off the hottest quarter you've ever had uh the company attracted more than one billion dollars worth of assets in addition year-to-date investment into the grayscale family of products has surpassed 2.4 billion dollars so they're doing pretty darn good so according to bitcoin treasuries publicly traded companies including grayscale now hold a total of seven hundred eighty-five thousand nine hundred ninety-nine bitcoin Uh, worth about 9.18 billion so you know chump change Uh, recently stone ridge also added to this pot revealing that it holds 115 million in bitcoin Uh, simultaneously its crypto focused arm new york digital investment group custodies over a billion dollars in crypto so these grayscale-esque businesses are booming and grayscale Trust continued to grow over the past month, despite the market somewhat slowing down, suggesting that the increase primarily occurred due to an inflow of new assets and not because of a price rally. Which is why I'm wondering why the price isn't rallying on these on this news. These huge, huge conglomerates are investing in crypto. We made it, boys, we made it. Oh, God, It's just a matter of time. But hey, to kind of wrap things up, as I talked about earlier, so kick, keek, whatever you want to call it. And the USSEC proposed settling their dispute over a 2017 token sale with that $5 million fine. That's not too bad. So the proposed joint settlement, which also enjoins the Canadian firm, by that they mean protects, against future U.S. securities law violation, still needs approval from the presiding federal district court judge according to public court documents but if approved the settlement would cap off a year-long legal fight between the two uh the keek kick must give the sec 45 days notice on any transactions related to its kin token treasury under the proposal the notice expires three years after the judgment takes effect ceo ted livingston declined to comment uh, in a similar lawsuit, filed by securities regulator against messaging platform Telegram, saw the firm's blockchain project, Telegram Open Network, abandoned before its launch. But, kick, kick, I don't know what to call it. Their proposed settlement has a critical difference from tel- Telegram's ill-fated TON outcome. It would not destroy the defendant's tokenized dreams. Mandating that uh, the messaging service notify the SECs of any kin sales within the next three years is the settlement's only effect. What's high uh, up this legal bout that only 20 days ago appeared to be heading to a resounding loss for the messaging service. Uh, pretty interesting that it's not the SEC's not forcing them to abandon their ICO. Just simply that they now have to notify them if they fall on to anything. I'm sure some other changes will have to be made. Um, but $5 million is relatively chump change for larger companies like this. So they're getting off pretty light in my opinion. And they still have the ability to pursue things. So <clears throat> I would say, while not a win, it's not a loss. But that will do it. For the trending articles in the crypto news space today, I know, a bit slower of a news day. Taking a look at the top 10 cryptocurrencies by market cap. I am recording this uh, pretty late at night. It's going to drop tomorrow morning. So hopefully, uh, Bitcoin's sitting at $11,925.39 right now. Hopefully when I wake up in the morning, it is well over the 12K mark. And the golden bull run has commenced. Long may it rain. Uh, as far as the top 10 coins by market cap, Bitcoin is the only non stable coin in the green right now. Eh. Bitcoin has to fly so that way the other ones can. It's Bitcoin season now. <clears throat> Altcoin season will be here again soon enough. Don't you worry. But Bitcoin is the only one in the green, up 1.72%. Uh, Chainlink is down almost 9%, meaning it is the biggest loser. Out of the top 10, though Cardano's nipping at its heels being down 7. Uh, biggest winner on the day, Ave is up 6%, though it is still down 1% on the week. Ave lend. Well, where's Ave Ave sitting at? Uh, but it's sitting at about 50 cents. Pretty pitiful day, with the biggest loser being Reserve Rights, or RSR, down 16%. But, uh, yeah, that will do it for this episode of Crypto Top Ten. As always, my name is John. Thank you to everyone who's subscribed. And if you've made it to this point and you haven't, might as well just click that little button. That way you can uh, catch up on all things crypto-related whenever you want. Though I do got to say, <clears throat> in four short days, my son will be being born. So expect some disruptions to... Uh, Eh, just a few disruptions to the uh, upload schedule, prob- probably as we all over here in my household get used to a third person. Uh, with that being said, stay safe and peace.